and that's the threads on the butt. That sounds so, like out of context, that sounds weird. Hello, how hi, hi. Hey everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pen. And yes, you would notice that there's no additional voice this time around. It's just Jika. Or there actually a guest, Jika. Is there a guest? Um, The specter of stationary season and the end of the year is hanging over us. And by the way, that's a reference to Derrida. Wala lang. Okay, so yes! Theory! Our guest is the ghost of planners past. (laughs) No, um, this will most likely be released uh, during Halloween. So we're doing a somewhat a Halloween special episode. Yeah, right? we're not go. We have no plans of like getting you out of your seats in fear. We just want to, at the very least, get you to cringe. Cringe. Yeah. There, that's our best effort to do Halloween to make you cringe because. In this episode, we're going to talk about unpopular opinions. Opinions. Onions. (laughs) Opinions, yes. Unpopular opinions. And in this episode, we do have a disclaimer that our discussion is purely our opinions. And they're not really there to discredit the work of brands it's actually just for us to have a healthy discussion about brands and what we like and what we like right and our opinions are not exactly how we say this as as authoritative because we want to talk about what we are as what we do call ourselves pen noobs so please 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 um take everything with a grain of salt and um do know that we are discussing this out of um, entertainment. And if ever do brands do listen, uh, we do want to talk about it because we do know that there are some areas that, that can't actually be improved on. And consider this as customer feedback. Wow, customer feedback. How haunting. <laughs> yeah, very Halloween, right? <laughs> I know. But we're going to do it anyway. And the fact of the matter is like, Unpopular opinions, like, yeah, they're opinions. Um, I don't need to define terms with regards to that. Just know that they're personal and they're based on our very brief time in the community and our very brief time in comparison to other people in the community um, involved with us involving ourselves in pen use, pen care, pen selection, stationary selection, so on and so forth. So really, Ryan and I don't even know if we're going to agree on some of these things. So we're just going to alternate. Um, One of us is going to start with their unpopular opinion or what we assume to be the unpopular opinion. And then we're going to talk about it, so on and so forth. So yeah, hang tight. Don't leave. Just keep listening. <laughs> I'm, nervous. I'm nervous. It's like Halloween. Balaga. We should be in costumes, but no. yeah, budget. Use the filters. Oh, yeah, we can totally use the filters. Okay, I'm going to put on the filters. This is genius work right here. So while we're putting on the filters, 
maybe you can consider um what unpopular opinion you hold as well because you know that kind of helps but okay ryan what filter are you going to use today for pizza is this a pizza yeah it's a pizza party hat but it's kind of boring i'll do oh you're doing a magic corn i have no idea what oh i want to do the face mask but no okay i'm gonna do the unicorn we're a unicorn now I will be Picorita. <laughs> the Pokemon references per episode. Oh my god, the Rapidash actually. The the Galarian Rapidash. Oh yeah, exactly. Okay, so Ryan is a Chikorita and I am a Rapidash and we're gonna commit to this. Thank you, Zoom, for sponsoring. Will we actually pay for this? But um, thank you for sponsoring our really last-minute costumes. And now we're going to begin with our unpopular opinion episode. Okay. Yay. Who's going to start? Maybe I should start. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Okay. So my first unpopular opinion, or maybe it is a popular opinion, is that some steel nibs perform better than pens with gold nibs. Uh, case in point, Twisby. Oh, we Twisby. do love Twisbees. We do love Twisbees. I am a convert. It's super smooth. It writes well. It writes nicely out of the box. And it there, there are very little complaints about the nibs of Twisby. Well, there are complaints about the body. Like some would say it cracks easily, but I think mm-hmm. it goes down to, you know, care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how a user cares for it, but I do think that the nib of Twisby at times can be smoother, more pleasurable to use than some, you know, pens, fountain pens with gold nibs. Yeah. So my question is, what made you realize this? This means this unpopular opinion likely came from an experience wherein you were using your Twisby and then you likely used like a gold, gold nib pen and then controversy. What happened? <sighs> <laughs> so this is the this is the shaky part now i know there are a lot of sailor saints sailor enthusiasts uh, but yeah when sailor goes down to the ef in a 14k oh my gosh scratch 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 swiper no swiping <laughs> right you're no writing i agree i actually agree with that Cause you know I'm a sailor fan, and honestly, I'm not. I'm not offended by this. Cause I know for a fact that I go for sailors. I go for sailor pro gears, especially because of the bodies. So like they're beautiful, beautiful, and fashionable bodies. But I don't necessarily go for them for their nibs. Um, I'm not sure which one is it, scratchy or feedbacky. But like the material is has no impact on how at least based on my experience like a twisby is much more dependable a writer for me than a sailor or like or like i've got maybe five six sailors at this point in time the most pleasurable writing experience i can have with a sailor is with a zoom nib but i'm not specifically like a broad nib or a zoom nib person i prefer fine so i get what you're getting at i don't know what it is with sailor nibs yeah, I'm I'm also not very sure. Maybe it's really designed for Japanese handwriting. Um, mm. But I do have a couple of sailors. Do note that I have three sailor pens. And um, where I'm coming from is that I do have two medium fine 
nibs and I have one that's a fine. <laughs> and so it's really scratchy. But what I did notice is that if I do pair it with a specific ink, you really have to pair it with a, you know, with a well-lubricated, is that a proper term for it? Like a well-lubricated ink. Yeah, like it. a wet ink, you mean? Yeah. Totally yeah. dependable with that. Exactly. So that's why you go for the sailor inks for your sailor pens, which I guess they're happy that we do or when we do it, or you go for the pilot inks, which are always the most dependable ones, right? So thank you, Shizuku. Thank you. No, thank you for replacing the <laughs> the other inks, that, the browns. Why did you replace the browns? That's another unpopular opinion. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes. <laughs> Are we going to go there or let's skip that? We'll skip that for a bit because, I mean, there, it's fresh news. There's still more news about to come anyway. So, yeah. Let's stick with the nibs. What's your favorite nib by contrast? My favorite nib would have to be a pelican. Pelican? So what, what is it with the pelican? But don't you have like gold and steel pelican nibs? I do have gold and steel nib pelicans. And what I like about it is that it's very smooth and there's very little feedback. And what else do I like about it? I guess it writes quite wet. Mm. Probably what I would recommend is that if you prefer like a nib that writes a little bit finer, mm -hmm. then the extra fine nib you have to get, of course, a Japanese um, brand fountain pen, like a Pilot. Yeah, Pilot is really good. Yeah, also, I agree. That's my second favorite. Yeah. So there, how about you? Oh, okay, so I think I'll go at this by category. Um, oddly enough, I still love, like I'll go with um steel versus gold steel versus gold and maybe asian versus western brand um i really like the steel nib of and i'm not sure how popular i, I really like the moon man steel nibs like i'm going really um really cheap here like i really really love the moon man steel nibs i've only met one moon man steel nib that i don't like and that's the one for the q1 but that's likely more because of writing experience because it's so fat. You got to angle it in a particular way. But I've had it in the Wankai. I've had it in the other models of the Moonman. I And I'm really happy about the way that it writes. It's very smooth. I can't really, I can't really, like, it's for everyday use when you're looking for something not too special, not too, not feedbacky at all. And like a workhorse kind of steel nib. I especially enjoy the Moonman. Plus the ink capacity is really a no-brainer. Um, for gold nibs, Pilot. Our Pilot bias is very strong over here. Oh, yes. Pilot. Pilot pens. Pilot nibs. Whether it be in the Vanishing Point, in the A23, in the... I have a Falcon nib from them. So I think that's gold. I'm not really sure. But it's also hyper-flexible. So um, maybe... Go for your pilots, guys. I know that get get sailors for their bodies and they're pretty, especially on your Instagram feed. Or like when you want to feel pretty while writing. Oh, such a feeling. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's our nib thing. Do we have anything else for the nibs? I think that's just it for the nibs, unless you have anything else you want to add for I don't. For the 
I don't think I do. But if we have to go back to it, we'll just go back to it later, right? Exactly. Okay. Next category. Okay, Ryan did the first one. I'll do the second one. So um, we'll do it for category. We started with nibs. Let's talk about inks. Inks. That which flows through your nib and onto the page. And my unpopular opinion about inks is, I think you've heard it. Um, I've said this to you many times, and I've actually put it on social media before. Some of our friends actually know it. I'm not a fan of Papashi Sunset. I really am not. I'm sorry, Noodlers. I love your colors. I really do. But for some reason, Apache Sunset does not dry. <laughs> Manila. It doesn't dry. And sometimes I'm like, maybe, just maybe, the chemistry has, has, little, has little to do with it, but the weather in this country does. I mean, we're near the equator. We're going to pull science here, guys. Science. <laughs> we're near the equator, and our humidity is really high. So when I first got the Pachi Sunset, they were like, yeah, the shading's great. And then you can, and I put it in my, in my, what do you call it? Wingsong. Wingsong, one of my wingsongs, the first one. And then I wrote with it um, on my, on my weeks, on my Hobonichi weeks. And then next thing you know, I'm writing with it. Okay, it dries up. I close the notebook and then like three days after it's wet again. So it's gorgeous. It's like horror because, you know, when you've got a new notebook or like a new planner or journal, you just want it to be clean. And then you're like, oh, it's so pretty. And then suddenly you close the notebook and then there's a smudge on the other page. It's a horrible feeling. But yeah. Well, what about you? What? But <laughs> something related to inks and a bit of planner since you open it up a bit. I do think that you shouldn't be using a Apache Sunset to begin with. Why? <laughs> Why shouldn't I? Man, popular opinion is that you should use safe colored inks. <laughs> I should I use what? Safe, safe inks, like those that are that easily dry, those that... <laughs> but yeah, I a, did this in 2017, 2018. I had no idea. I was just like, oh, pretty. Oh, look at my pen. It's boring. I need a happy color inside it. Sunsets. Yes. I have no uh, I have no meter or measure at this point in time. So what's a safe ink? Like mm. advice. Yeah. Safe inks would be, well, you can use the sailor ones. Um, they dry up pretty quickly. Noodlers really just dry a little bit longer. Like give it 60 seconds, a minute. Two minutes. It depends. Three days. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, just open for like the whole night. And then once <laughs> you touch it in the morning, what? It's not yet dry. It, it's also the oil on your fingers and on your hands when you dry. You're like, oh, I wrote so much, so well. And then you, you, you just rub your hand ever so lightly on the page and then it suddenly smudges. And I'm like, humidity is the enemy. Maybe that's it. So... Yeah. Some diamine, diamine inks are good. Um, just avoid, I think the, the rule here, well, it's not really a rule, but my observation is that avoid sheening inks in Hobonichi. Like, I know we love to see the sheening in Tomo River paper, but a lot of times those are the inks that easily smudges. They dry up. They, they tend to dry quite late, right? Yeah. They, sometimes they don't dry up at all. I'm just kidding. Of course they do. I mean, paper should absorb the ink at some point. But yeah, 
Yeah. And the thing is, I, I really think, and I'm sorry, I sound like a conspiracy theorist right now because I'm like, our weather really does factor into this, I feel. Because obviously, the main inks that we have and are formulated in the Philippines are Vinta and Troublemaker and New Brew, the newest one in the field, right? So maybe these makers do take into consideration the fact that it's more humid here, there's more water floating around in the air and makes you know a writing experience last much longer than it has to be and all the pen tests and catalogs online like on Goulet pens and mountain of ink they're in more temperate countries with drier seasons so this is just my theory of course you can correct me if i'm wrong or if you've got the science to back it up okay all i know is about humidity in those levels because i have i have plants <laughs> but yeah just think about that as well this is totally not a shot taken against these ink brands or these inks it's really just that maybe the formulations can also consider weather <laughs> yeah yeah that's a, a, an unpopular opinion i think do you have anything else about inks right because i'm done with my ink unpopular one actually it's kind of related also to noodlers Noodler's Inc. So um, I had a phase where I was really looking for quote-unquote permanent inks or like water-resistant, waterproof inks. And um, I really wanted um, that kind of ink specifically for my planner. It's not really for my journal. My journals can, whatever color I want, I'll go gray, I'll go purple, I'll go red, I'll go orange. But for my planners, I just want it to be black and blue because my work <laughs> is very straight to the point. Like, you know, uh, like I'm going to bring my planner and then people will see, oh, it's color orange. <laughs> like, yeah. But anyways, it's just really more of like, it's really for functional planning. And so one of the things I don't like when I have a planner is that my ink will end up smudging mm -hmm. uh, because the ink dries up fast or sometimes my hand might be moist or wet. Mm -hmm. If my my palm touches the what was written before and it's not that water resistant, it's smudges. So I've had those bad experiences. Well, not really bad. It's just that they're not quote unquote aesthetic. You, know <laughs> I mean? you want to have your planner clean, pristine. Yeah. Yeah. So there. So um, I did got a bottle, Xfeather, and um, was that bad black moccasin mm -hmm. before and they're not as water resistant enough as how we would want a water resistant ink to be and so I've had my experience of using those for my planner and then every time my my palm touches or my hand touches um parts which which I've written on already it ends up getting a bit distorted and so that kind of um turned me off a bit Okay, so not as water resistant enough, but what I did discover is that the Atramentis document ink um, is really water resistant mm -hmm. compared to other um, inks that would say that they're quote unquote water resistant or waterproof or whichever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get that. So what do you call this? It's 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 maybe it's just really a matter of preference. Like you guys will have noticed that Ryan and I are very obsessive about the cleanliness of our 
journals and their planners. So like some people are totally okay with that or like maybe over time you become accustomed to and learn to love those smudges. But for Ryan and I, it's a bit tougher to overcome maybe because yeah i won't gonna i won't give a reason but yes the atramentus document ink is what's what's the exact color you just say document ink black the atramentus yeah the black one and then i think they, they have a full range of you know different colors that are document ink also so for permanence yes and i think that jet pens or goulet or mountain of ink have those tests like I know that they have a catalog because I remember there was this period where you and I were like, let's look at document inks or like permanent inks. And then Jet Pens has like this summary of, okay, pen test, uh, swiping after one second, swiping after five seconds, 10 seconds and whatever. So it's it's really brand dependent. It's really, there, there are a lot of variations, but yes, that's Ryan's recommendation. And he signs a lot of papers. Yeah, he so, signed a lot of papers. <laughs> He does a lot of signing, so you can count on his advice. Yay. Okay. Do you have other things about inks? This isn't really about inks, but it's about ink bottles. This time I have an unpopular... Oh, go ahead. Um, but I don't think it's unpopular really, but um, it's really more of like a, a, um, a change in terms of my opinion. So that's why I consider it as an unpopular opinion now. Before, I was so particular about the bottle. Like, the bottle needs to be nice. The bottle needs to be glass. The bottle needs to be aesthetic. Aesthetic. It, look, like it looks expensive. Expensive. And we do have an ink brand that uses uh, pet bottles, I believe, mm-hmm. which are recycled. That's Robert Oster. And so... At first, I didn't really appreciate the bottle. It was like, oh, not a pretty bottle. I mean, it's nice. It's 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 aesthetic, actually, but it's just it just doesn't look quote unquote permanent. You know how people have this idea of like has to look like it's it's a it's something that you would keep. Yeah, like belongs on a shelf for display, also, right? Right. So there. But now that I've been using my my Robert Oster inks, I feel are refilling my my pens with with those inks it's actually easier to refill your pens when it's a robert oster bottle the opening is quite wide and then quite convenient actually then there's no drying up you know how some ink bottles the ink dries up yes on Uh, the on the crust it it crusts on the rim yeah because i think the lid is also made out of metal or something like that or whichever or aluminum yeah i'm not with the material but because Robert Oster uses plastic um, it doesn't have that kind of problem so I guess that's one of the things I like about the Robert Oster bottles and they're very poor I guess they're portable like for something that's 50 ml this it's this small as opposed to like an Shizuku that's 50 ml but it's like big <laughs> it's like you can't bring it with you right it's 50 ml do you do you have like a, a sample bottle? I want to see because I don't own any Robert Osters. I do own like Shizuku's and stuff. Uh, did I see it right? Is it 50? Yes, it is 50. Oh, that's, sorry. that's big. It's blurring. I think you got to put it in front of your shirt. There. I didn't know it was that big. I thought it was like as big as a small, as like a 30, as like a diamond. Yeah, this one is a diamond one here. Oh, here. that's why I couldn't. Okay, I thought it was tiny. I take it back. 
Thank you, Australia. Thank you, Robert Oster. So there, that's an unpopular opinion. So those who like Robert Oster ink bottles, and then if you remember, I think one of the episodes before, I did mention how I wasn't happy about the bottle. Yeah. And that's why I said an unpopular opinion. Well, things can change. People are, I mean, what's the word? I forgot. People are flexible. <laughs> Open-minded, they change. Change is inevitable. Change is inevitable, correct. Correct. I never thought of that because like I, I thought like the whole plastic thing that you were talking about a while ago, but diamond does plastic bottles, right? And then I realized when you said that the the opening of the Robert Oster bottle is wide enough to accommodate bigger pens, and I was like, oh, diamond doesn't do that. Diamond's opening is a struggle for my Kasama. My it's Kasama like, cannot. How big is it? Like, look, look at that opening. There you have it. Look at that opening. It's like, do we bring out a ruler? No, I'm kidding. But it does look big enough to accommodate a fat pen. So, good on you, Robert Oster. How very mindful of your yeah. pen construction. I mean, bottle construction. But it's I gotta like, say, I kind of disagree. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> I'm sticking with my aesthetic bottle. Because look at this one. I think this is the 150th edition, uh, limited edition espresso from Diamine. And then is it, it's a pizza. It's a pizza slice. <laughs> okay, I still have my aesthetic bottles. But yeah, speaking of aesthetic bottles, maybe you can talk a little bit about our top like bottle designs since we're already here. Oh, I have two top bottle designs, uh, at least in the mainstream standard bottles. So the first one is always going to be Pilot Eroshizuku because it's classic because it's also like the first big bottle that I ever got of ink. Yeah, and like... You just feel so zen looking at it. I, I don't know how, you, but when you see it, its shape is so mindfully done. And I, I especially like that dip in the bottle where yeah, you, it, it, it just, it's just there. You think it has no use, but it's actually there to like match up with your nib and line things up properly. That is beautiful. Um, second, of course, is Ferris wheel press. Ferris mm -hmm. wheel press. I don't have any. But I've always wanted them, but they've always been out of budget. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and I forgot the third one, P.W. Ackerman. Ooh. The ones that look like, not they're not, they look like flasks. They've got like this portion up top that's a bit fatter. Um, and then it tapers in the middle and then it, it widens the most at the bottom. So that when you tip it over, some ink stays up top so that only the ink up top will be the one that you can put in your pen. So it's, I don't own any either, but I know that they're pretty. So what about you? Yeah, well, for me, Eroshizuku is, I'd say that's number, I don't know, number two, maybe. Yeah, probably okay. number two because it's pretty, but it's just too big. It's like, that's true. How can I bring you, how can I bring you out? Like, I'm not going to bring a vial. <laughs> True. But yeah, um, the bottle that I like, maybe that this is number one for me, would be the Diacramentis bottles. So I think that they're simple and quite classy looking. Yeah, they match your pelicans very well. Yeah, quite timeless. So there is number one. Number two would be Eroshizuku. And then number three would be the Sailor ones. They're nice. Look at this. Right? <gasps> Is it, I think it's the same bottle as my Neko Yanagi, yeah, right? Clean and simple. So there you have it. Yeah. So actually, actually. So those, good are, job. those are our unpopular opinions about 
ink bottles. Feel free to share yours in the comment box. Yeah. And in our IG stories, we're likely going to post asking you about the cringeworthy and popular opinions anyway. My camera died. So <laughs> we're doing the stock camera. But I forgot, what, where did we leave at? Well, we were transitioning already to the next category. Ooh, pen bodies. Pen, pen bodies. Body. Okay, so mine is, my unpopular opinion is actually pertinent again to Sailor because, you know, I'm a Sailor fan. And there's one aspect of Sailor that I that I particularly particularly enjoy in the Pro Gear Slim minis, and that's the threads on the butt. That sounds so, like out of context. That sounds weird. It sounds weird. But um, you guys would likely recall that in 2020 or late 2019, I think, the Pro Gear Mini Slims came out, right? The original, I don't know, were they re-released or something, but the one with taupe and so on and so forth. And I actually like the fact that Oh, it won't zoom. My camera died. But um, but the butt of the pen has threads so that you can post your pen and make it proper in size, right? Manageable in size. So I actually, this is only the pen. This is the only pen I post. Or these pens are the only ones I post. But in 2021, Sailor was like, I'm going to phase out the last batch with threads on the butt and nice pastel-y colors. And I'm going to replace it with the, the, the threads not there. And I was like, a lot of people like the fact that the threads aren't there because I don't know. Um, I, I remember a Tokyo Inklings episode where they were talking about it. Um, the threads essentially um, are more difficult to create on the pen. So maybe that's one of the reasons why they took it out. But I personally like it because at least it ensures that each time you post the pen, nothing will go awry, nothing will go wrong. Um, you post it in the same way each time. It hits the same threads each time, no problems there. And I just feel insecure about not having those guides because I'm scared of scratching up my pen because of repeated repeated posting because and it's inevitable that you post a pro gear slim mini because of its size so yeah i i it's unpopular i don't know who cringes by the fact that i enjoy that part of the pen but i know quite a number so far okay let's put it this way only myself and my boyfriend approve of the threads out of everyone that i've managed to talk to in the community which is like maybe a handful or almost 10 people um they like the fact that there's no threads on the butt and i wish there was more of us who enjoyed it well i don't have much opinion because i don't really like the mini ones they're too small for me i'll make you write with one when we see each other again but i mean it's cute it's cute it's just not for me it's like you know it's like I have big hands and then I have a small pen. I don't know. I just. That's true. I understand. So if you look at it, I already have two. So thanks, CY, for getting me the Twinkle Milky Way, which, even if it came out in 2021, still has the threads on the butt. And I think it's a Pro Gear Mini, not the Slim. But threads are totally number one in my book for this size. Yay! So that's my pen body unpopular opinion. What about you? Mine isn't really the body itself, but inside the mechanism um, for filling the ink. So <laughs> I've a, I had a point where I am in a point wherein I don't really enjoy having pens anymore that 
have converters. I mean, I have pens with converters, obviously, but I'm now looking for pens, more, more of those that don't have converters, but have a vacuum filler mechanism because it's easier to fill, it's easier to clean. Um, and then, you know, the fear of the converter falling um, inside a sink. I you just, have that? I never even had that fear. What, what is... The sailor one. Like, okay, here is the converter of one sailor pin. Um, yeah, it's... It's tiny. That's tiny, plus... Notice it's it's kind of like incomplete. There's something missing. The knob, it's gone. Oh yeah, <laughs> it fell. Like, oh my goodness! Because I was cleaning the you know the the converter thoroughly to the point that I opened you know I opened up the converter to make yeah. sure to disassemble it a bit. But yeah, it fell. So there. Yeah, but I do find it super convenient. Like those pens that have their filling mechanism within the body already. Like Twisby, Pelican, super convenient. Yeah. Do you have so, any? I only have three. I have three of those. No, four. Can't count. <laughs> oh, Leonardo, Momento Zero, Lamy 2000, oh, Pro Gear Rialo. Those are my four. And you have? I have hands the left and the right <laughs> well i have my twisbees there are three twisbees with that mechanism and i have three pelicans and one custom a23 so yeah there you have it oh, the dreams of the 823 though i still have plans for that but maybe next year go for it yeah i've been thinking about getting another one the smoke Simply because I want to have a Pilot Custom A23 with a black ink. Because I think that it is blasphemy for me to put <laughs> blue or black ink on a, an amber Custom A23. Yeah, that's just me. Again, this is another set of unpopular opinions. You don't have to trust me on this one. Yeah. So you've got the brown ink in your Pilot Custom A23 right now? Which one yeah. is it? Um, it's the J. Herbon uh, Lidite. Ah, yes. Ever dependable. I thought you were going to say Inaho or Tsukio. Was it Tsukio? Or one of those, that pilot is going to phase out. I will bring it up to no end. Why did you Why are you phasing out the brown Eroshizuku's pilot? How dare you? I feel That's like why I've been saving up the Inaho. And then the Inaho is, you know, it's too, well, it is quite watery and mm. yeah that's why if you pair it with a pilot custom a23 the lines will get a bit thicker but the lidite is thin and that uh rather it's a drier it's a, yeah it's quite a drier ink so the it kind of complements with the juicy nib of the a23 and tames it up a bit yeah that's how i would <laughs> i love this Ryan, remember the time when we were like recording, I think it was episode three, the inks and paper episode. And we were like, we really don't get the difference between dry and wet inks. And now you're like, I kind of get it now. I kind of get it now. I get it. It's still a new. 
So there it is. Oh wait, okay. So back fillers, butt threads. That's our keyword. What if I name the episode? <laughs> that might get flagged. Please report us if you end up hearing the word. Please don't report us. Do know that we're not talking about the other B-U-T-T, but we were pertaining to the pin. Yeah, because up to this point, I remember asking it uh, like a few episodes back. What do you call the butt of the pen? I just call it the butt. And I think everyone kind of gets it. So we're sticking with butt. Butt threads, pro gear mini, please keep it. Like, or at least sailor, give it, give it back. Okay. Not in limited edition form. Give it back to me. Cause I want to <laughs> get the entire collection. And when they're on fountain pen palenque, people just grab it so easily. Or maybe I just don't have enough money at the point in time. Yeah, so there, there you have it for pen body. Let's now go to another element that's very important when it comes to writing. You have the pen, you have the ink. Of course, you need to have your paper, right? Okay, nice. Yeah, Gika, I give this to you. You love this too much. Uh, grid supremacy, like in one word, in two words, can't count. Sorry, English teacher. Um, two words, grid supremacy. Are you sure? Yes, absolutely. Like if all notebooks could be in grid format, I I would be happy. Like you could omit all other paper or whatever styles. Just give me grid and I will be a happy camper. I will keep buying your things. If you want me to spend money, give me grid. Amen. Okay, so here's my unpopular opinion, but this is not an unpopular opinion now, but this was an unpopular opinion before. When I first saw the grid, I was like, what is this math? <laughs> is this a math notebook? <laughs> it brings me back to my high school. <laughs> like, I'm compute. like, what on earth? Triggered. The, the grid on Hobonichi, uh, the notebooks and the techos, um, really good execution, I guess. I guess it really depends on how the grid is, um, I don't know, printed on yeah. the paper. Because for some, it's quite subtle to the point that you barely notice it and it feels more like a guide. And yeah. then there are some grids in some papers that looks like it's going to restrict you. You know what I mean? Yeah, the thicker the line, the more distracting it becomes. Like our math notebooks in elementary, like the lines would be green or black or blue and like really, really thick. So it could trigger you. But Hobo Nietzsche does a great job at it. So does Midori. Um, any other grid preferences? I'm looking at my TN insert right now, and it's not so bad. It's still darker than Hobonichi, though. Yeah. Actually, that, that's what I was referring to. Like, they, they kind of constrict me a bit because they look really grid. They really look like grids. Uh, so yeah. you want, like, an implied grid. Exactly. An implied grid. I love it. We're using the word implied here. <laughs> implied meaning. Implied grid. <laughs> Yeah, okay, now I see the difference, okay. Now, citing the differences between the grids, okay, the Hobonichi grid is easy, it's dotted. It's like a broken line, both horizontally and vertically. The Midori grid is just a continuous line that's gray. Yeah. Like from a scale of one to five, five being the darkest, the gray is at the three. So it is kind of restrictive, isn't it? And the grid's bigger. Um. And the Midori one looks, it's, it's, it's odd because there are broken portions of the grid in, on the, I think, the vertical plane. But maybe I'll just upload pictures on our Instagram for that. 
Love it. Yeah. So if we're gonna rank the paper, what do we call them? References. References. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. That's what we can say. Like, because you know, when we see paper preferences, it's like, oh, is it Toma River paper? But like, if we're talking about what do we call that? Like, if it's grid or lined or whatever. Paper style. Paper format. Paper. It's not the time for us really to be technical, but yeah, like if we're gonna rank paper from like grid dot line blank from one to four, okay. like how will What's you? Mine? Okay, grid is number one. I'm not really restricted by the darkness of the lines unless it's like dark green or blue. <laughs> so grid is number one. That's top. Second is blank, um, because I you know you know that I draw. I'm kind of artistic kind of um third is dot because i always like the possibility of a grid <laughs> okay it will become a grid and the one i don't like the most is lined yeah what about you well for me um well it really is grid supremacy, grid supremacy. but i do have a preference for the grid found on hobonichi paper like the ones in the tech shows the one in the weeks um so there number two would be dot is it dot actually no sorry let me change that number two will be lined yeah number two will be lined i really need Why? My, i really need my lines um because when i go to the dot one it's like okay there's a dot but i might end up not following it too much so sorry so, <laughs> But then my last one would have to be blank. But if we do talk about blank with guide, the blank with guide will go number two. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, but the guide will be grid. No, it will be grid. The guide can be anything for as long as there's, there's a guide. Um, but if it's blank, like, no, not for me. Sorry, I cannot really, you know, keep my writing in a straight line if there's no guide so there who are you our friendship <laughs> is being tested right now happy halloween <laughs> actually you're we talking a while ago before recording and you we were like maybe the scary part is that by the end of the episode pen noobs <laughs> will cease to exist our friendship will be over this is the last episode knocking on wood that you guys will ever hear but you know we believe in testing our friendship <laughs> That's that's the Halloween here. This, this is the trick or treat here, guys. <laughs> Us rambling is the treat. <laughs> At least now I know more about you, and that's fine. I am judging you silently in my own way, but that's okay. I still love you. I accept you. Okay, I also judge you for that pen butt. <laughs> I didn't know you judged me for that. How dare you? <laughs> Oh, it's on. I mean, it's supposed to be transparent. <laughs> Before we start fighting um, on camera in this recording, which by the way, if ever that happens, we're not going to cut it out. That's how much we love you guys. We're going to move on to right. what's the next stuff. Okay, paper. We've done our rankings and we've judged each other well enough. We're going to talk about binding. 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 What's your favorite time? Or rather, what's the unpopular opinion? Should I say it or should you say yours? 
Well, I don't think it's really an unpopular opinion, um, but our, I think my opinion really is that I like my notebooks to lay flat. Like I cannot anymore handle a notebook that is stapled. I guess that's the unpopular opinion there. I don't like notebooks that are stapled. Okay, I get that. I don't like notebooks that get dog-eared this way. Like Humidity is, again, the enemy when they do that, when they get dog-eared. And living in a tropical country doesn't help. I think my binding unpopular opinion is this. It's kind of nuanced. Like, I like ring binders. Like, it reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of Trapper Keepers. It reminds me of Sanrio Friends. Right, Carol Karopi, Hello Kitty, Bad Bad Maru, you name them, I enjoy them. Oh, and Lisa Frank, of course. So you're reminded of that. But like, given the recency of, say, the resurgence of Plotter and Philofax, yes, okay. One, it's bulky. Um, and two, I think the thing with Plotter that I was really looking forward to getting one. But the thing is, over time, I realized that the rings make a dent on the leather on top. And it's such a tiny thing. It's the same thing like with how we don't like smudges. Yeah. yeah. Am I right in assuming that we like our leather smooth? So when I saw that the plotter leather would get dents um, on it, I was like, maybe I'll wait for another version or a version, if anyone can help us out here, um, a version wherein the rings over time won't make a dent or many multiple ring dents on the leather. Help us out with that, guys. <laughs> Yeah, actually, for me also, um, not a fan of the ring binding system. It reminds me of the 90s. <laughs> it reminds me of my like mom's it's so planner. bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Not bad. It's just very, it's just very like, you know, Britney Spears, Paris Hilton in the 90s. <laughs> oh, just really say like, that. This really reminds me of my mom and oh. her. Oh. Yeah, because it was, yeah, ring binder. And then I was like, it looks very office, office-like. Okay, I get that. I get that. Remember, like, the plan, actually, they weren't planners. They were, like, telephone. Like, you'd have the details, the phone number, and the address of your friends, those address books. Mm. And they were usually in ring-bound books or notebooks or containers. And, yeah, I guess... That is kind of triggering, but you got you gotta admit, like the designs are very innovative right now. Filofax, I, I I actually talked to someone trying to get the Filofax, but I found out that the size was A6, and you know, A5 girl, A6 guy, um, we don't agree on that. But when I found out it was A6, I was kind of like, maybe I'll back off for now. Um, plotter, really good. Like we love when we when it came out, Ryan and I were like, oh my god, it's so pretty, it's so slim. Give it to us. And then, yeah, it's really that it started denting. If you've got alternatives, what, what were you going to say? I do think we do have an episode where I was claiming it already. Like, oh, I'm going to get a plotter maybe for 2022. Like, nah, didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. That, that dent. Um, in Filipino, we call it bukol. True, bukol siya. Oh my God. This, it's not just one bukol. It's like, how many... How many rings there are? Bulubundukin. Bulubundukin, by the way, is a series of hills in close proximity to each other. So that's what it reminds us of. Or it, or it reminds you of like a spinal cord when you're like hunched over. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. it's just really what we prefer because we we prefer thick leathers. We like that's actually why I like Shibui. Um, it's thick leather, even if it is bulky, thick leather. Yay. I think that's why you like your bags by rubber tree stuff. Because yeah. it's thick leather. Yeah. So yeah. Binders. Binding. Binding. So there. I guess we agree on the binding. We're not fighting over. We're binding. not fighting. Although we almost did again. I think it's getting heated now. It's getting heated. Which leads us to talking about covers. Covers. Oh no, covers. So what's your uh-huh. opinion? Um well I do like leather covers for like my planners. Mm, but I do enjoy also some of the Hobonichi, you know, the cute covers that they have. Yeah. Um, I like the camp cover, which Abby C has. Um, Are you still making a shout out to Abby right now? Abby, hey, do you know uh, anyone with a camp cover? Hook us up. The dog, was it the cat and dog cover from the Hobonichi 2022 line? But it's just too cute for me. Like, yeah, it's kind of too cute for me. And I already have some cute covers so yeah but generally i do like my covers leather but what i do realize i don't like my leathers when they get scratched up easily yeah that sounds so want, yeah i want a leather that even if it gets scratched up it doesn't look too obvious that it gets scratched mm-hmm. up that's why among my traveler's notebook covers i like the black one mm-hmm. because it's scratching it doesn't show compared to like the brown one, the camel. Oh my God, the camel is the most sensitive thing. <laughs> Are you going to sell it? Are you going to keep it? Or have you tried leather bomb on it? Sometimes it disappears, right? When you put leather bomb. Leather bomb in the brown one, but I don't like how it's kind of like sticky. I don't know. Maybe the bomb I got isn't the best one. So there. We'll see. We'll see. So in essence, this time it's leather supremacy. Leather supremacy. How about for you? I kind of agree, but I think I'm more like open to both leather and also polyester and cotton and other materials. What I will say no to is vegan plastic leather, that sort of stuff. So like, I mean, I know you guys know based on our Hobonichi 101 or Hobonichi 1101 episode that I was aiming for a Mina Perhonen cover for my 2021 Hobonichi, right? So I was really going to get it. And then you realize that a lot of the Mina Perhonen covers have on the inside, um, not leather. And I don't know the official name for it, actually. So like, is it pleather, plastic leather, leather, vegan leather, whatever they call it. But the point is like when I'm investing, and I think we have this in common, Ryan, um, when I'm investing in stationery, first and foremost, I already consider the fact that it's going to be expensive. So because it's expensive, I'm thinking that I'm going to want to hold on to this for three years at the very least, right? And when you've got not real leather, Sorry to the animals. I assume that they're all ethically produced at this point in time. Um, But um, when you get a cover that could or has the possibility of cracking and peeling over a certain amount of time, you just get sad about it because the state, the the journaling practice, the planning practice or the hobby is also something that's meditative. It's investment. Like, what do you call it? It's, I don't know. What do you call anting anting in, in English? Hmm. I don't know. That's very a very cultural word. Right? Um, right? 
Um, it's like, you know how when you've got tarot cards or crystals, you kind of prey on them or like you imbibe them with energies, right? So it's the same way that I approach my journaling and my materials. Like I invest part of myself in them. So if already early in the point, I'm thinking that this product could deteriorate very quickly over time, I back off. So I'm for leather, I'm for polyester, I'm for cotton, I'm for canvas, so on and so forth. I'm just not for the fake leather. Yeah, yeah, same here actually. But um, I guess it also has something to do with the weather. For some people, their covers with PU, I, I, can't, I can't really remember the complete name, but it's basically PU leather. The Polyurethane. Yeah. yeah, there. Thank you, thank you, Chica. So, it's it lasts a bit longer. Um, certain people within certain countries compared to like the Philippines because human. Yeah, again, we're going to talk about what's in the air. Yeah. And so it acts a little bit faster compared to um, it being in a different country. So yeah, that's, that's crap. I'm sorry, I got sad because I, I like, okay, we have no control over the weather. I'm sorry, we're not X-Men Storm. When also sorry. like who who would have thought that the ghost that haunts this podcast is the weather? The weather, man. <laughs> right? Because you just want to be with them forever. And when I have kids, I'm gonna be like, look at how trash your mother was. Read everything. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so there, that's for cover. We both agree on leather and we both agree on not being so into the fall leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, for permanency's sake. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what's next. The last one is about posting. <laughs> My face. My face has so much right now. I don't like talking about posting, but Did we're going to. On your stand on this, when you were talking about your sailors. Yeah, but it's a very hot topic between the both of us. So, fine, you say your opinion. I'm gonna say mine. Let's do this. Test our friendship. Go. So for me, posting is it a thing? Um. If it's a small pen, I post. If it's a big pen, I don't post. Um, so there are some pens that you know are good for posting. And for some of you, maybe you'll cringe. But when I started the hobby, I did post my Twisbees. So like, yeah. You can yeah, post them? Any codes. But it's super loose. Yeah, push. I don't want to. Like, screw that. Have fun. Okay, you do it. <laughs> you can do that with an eco, but you can't do it with a diamond 580. Yeah. For Twisby. And then um, for... But, you know, for the more expensive pens, I don't actually post them. But I do have a bad habit right now of posting my Pelican. <laughs> but this one only, the, the Cafe Creme. Because it's a little bit, I know, cheaper. So oh, so posting depends on price point. Is that it? 
I'm so sorry. But at some point, yes, price point. So there, I do post it. Sorry. Like, if that would print you, yeah, that's a trick. If you like that, that's a treat. <laughs> but yes, I do post some of my pens. But of course, there are some pens you can't post. Like, come on, guys. You're going to post a pilot custom made with me. I mean, it's too big already. Do you still need to post it? I guess it has something to do with my hands because my hands are quite, you know, big. That's why I need to have my pens posted. Yeah, so there. But I did see the, or I did learn probably the impact. Is that the best word? Like what happens if you post it regularly? It in my Covecos. <laughs> it got oh. scratched up. Can you try showing us which Caveco well, was this? I don't think you'll see it, but it's the, the rose gold one. Oh, that's just, shiny. When I was planning to like sell it, but I ended up not selling it. I'm like, yeah, I'll just keep it. Okay, you won't see it. Actually, you won't see it um right now, but you'll only see it in like daylight. But yeah. Or, or you can post it on Instagram. Yeah, sure. I'll post it on Instagram so that you guys can see. So after that, I'm not posting my Cavecos anymore. I'm not into collecting Cavecos anymore because they're small. Mm-hmm. And the only way I can post them, and that's why the only Caveco that I post is one that I like scratch up, which is the, the, the brass one there. Because, I mean, hello, it's brass. Like, you know, get scratched up. So there. So do I post my pants? Yes, sometimes. Um, it depends on the size and it depends on the price. So that's the unpopular opinion. You can hate me for it. I'm like, I don't mind. I know some people would cringe while listening to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to lecture you about posting. But yeah, it's just a preference, guys. So yeah, it is. And a lot of people do it. Like, obviously, we have smaller hands being that, well, I'm a girl. Or, like, because we're Asian. Um, it's just really tough to, like, guys, my hands are sweating right now. <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, oh, I, I, I shudder at the thought. I cringe at the thought, really. Because I don't even, like, I will, I will, don't do it, Ryan. Please don't. Oh, horrible. You're gonna see here. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's it's really the thing that 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 makes me uncomfy. Maybe because I think of how pretty the thing is, and I just always worry that it's gonna get scratched up. And we all know how much money we invest in this. Yeah. Okay, the feedback is intense. But yeah, we all know how much money we have invested in this. So yeah, um, I only post, I only post briefly. Um, and that is for the things with the threads. So butt threads make a comeback. I only have two pens with butt threads. Everything else, regardless of length, I do not post. Even this one, even the Moonman Q1, I don't post it. And it's a struggle to write with when it's not posted. Because Eunice told me, you got to post it for it to make sense. And I'm like, no, I am stubborn. Yeah, but it's it's pretty. It's hard to write with, guys. It, it, or maybe my hands really are that small. But. Yeah, because it's small, so you have to post it. Similar to a Caveco, it's easier to write with a Caveco if you post it. 
pocket pens. How dare you make us choose in the no words. Yeah. I have a confession though. I tried one time to post the the sailor pro gear millicolor just once. It's like, oh no, I'm not gonna do it again. It's too expensive. And it's it's phased out. So like you don't want to scratch it up. It looks it looks so I didn't scratch it. It was just one time. You know, it was like it was um it was like muscle memory when I first bought it. I'm like, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I posted it. That's actually one of the things I worry about too. Like if you get used to posting your pens, one of these days you're gonna get the pen that you know you shouldn't post and you're not thinking about it, and then you just plunk it on the butt of the pen. And yeah, but of course, these are all preferences. Um, so if you post your pens, don't worry about it. It's just really something I'm very sensitive about. And I'm not. <laughs> That's true. Friendship maintained. <laughs> it's just a pen. It's just a hobby. That's true. It is just a hobby. Yeah. Okay, I got sad. I got scared. Let's not talk about it as just a hobby. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Well, I just think that, you know, I guess the reason why we're also talking about opinions because, well, in the Philippines, elections are coming. And so a lot of opinions, people have different, you know, perspectives. They have different ideas. They have different beliefs. And so what we would like to, at some point, kind of like emulate through this conversation that it's important to have this course no matter what, no matter if you agree or disagree with something, um, whether it's a politician or an ideology. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. It's Wednesday, guys. We're recording on a Wednesday. Um, Ryan's wearing pink. Okay, I my hair is by accident pink. Okay, by accident. Totally yeah. unintentional. But at least by default, every Wednesday, I'm wearing pink. But yeah. um, we're, we, you guys know that we're not exactly the most political podcast out there. But we are totally fans of discourse. And we're totally fans of being Filipino <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, and as much as we want to promote an international holiday called Halloween, a colonial holiday called Halloween, the least we can do is make you cringe, but also promote the habit of discourse and actually going through your opinions with other people, your peers, test your friendships out because sometimes they're actually stronger than you think them to be. <laughs> so we did not expect this turn in the conversation, but we're here. I know, right? And so I guess that's it for our unpopular opinions. Um, our Halloween special, although we do have another plan for another trick or treat, which you'll be looking forward to in the coming days. <laughs> so, there you have it. We'll show you some horror stories on Instagram, or maybe you can share yours because for the first time again in a long time, we're actually recording um, synchronously, almost synchronously with the release of our episode. So, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, we gotta promote. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the Pen News Podcast. We play on YouTube also. Um, we're also on all major um, podcast platforms. And yeah, we'll catch you on Instagram and everywhere else. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Happy Halloween.